Hello and welcome to the What's Cooking podcast. This is our Adjusting With mini-series where we're chatting to some of our past guests to hear updates on how their businesses are going and highlight any new initiatives that they might be working on at the moment. They'll be talking us through how they're adapting to challenges and generally keeping going during this time. If you want to find out more about these guests that we're chatting to, and we definitely recommend you do that, you can scroll back through our archive and find whole episodes with these guests. You can learn about their businesses and what they're about. We really hope you enjoy these mini episodes and that you find some kind of comfort or inspiration in what they have to say. Hey! Hi! How are you doing? We're good. How are you? Really good, thank you. Are you in Soho? No, I'm in my parents' place, actually. Okay. Um, was the one you just had a video recording as well? I know the one I just had wasn't actually a podcast. It was my own um, my own try time series, which I do in the morning on uh, oh. two or three times a week. So today it was with Jason Vale, who is the Juice Master, and basically it's wellness chats, basically for uh, which is Insta Live series. So it's just been going on for the last month or so. It's been really good. So that was, and then I know I did another one. I did one with Alexandra Dudley on Wednesday, and she recorded the video as well. How's that been going? Ah, uh, fine. Like, you know, just, um, I'm just doing lots of different lives and at the same time trying to cut back on it a little bit because I'm now figuring out my own stuff and I'm also studying and becoming an integrated health practitioner at the same time. So trying to spend more time on that because I feel like when you do too many of these recordings and lives and stuff, it's not the actual talking that takes up time. It's the aftermath of like trying to, obviously now you can share directly on IGTV, but before you couldn't, and I would sit there trying to record the whole thing. It was just, um, it's just annoying. So um, I'm trying to cut down on that because it takes up a bit of headspace and you feel like you have to put eyeliner on and all that stuff. So. How are your recordings going? Are they going well? Yeah, they're going really well. It's been, yeah, it's been really nice. And it's been really interesting to talk to everyone because there's so many different perspectives as to kind of what's going on right now. And it's been a sort of pretty positive. It's been really nice to hear how everyone's finding a positive way to deal with, with what's going on. So, you know, it's been really good. And it's been, um, it's been nice to get this connection back with, with some of our past guests. And yeah, cause you know, for example, I think you were in our first or second season, you were one of our, beginning once so much has happened since then and yeah it's it's nice really nice to catch up well what's changed with you because you were doing you had well you as always you've got lots of different kind of projects and things ongoing but one of which was the cafe in Soho that you were in control of the menu of and sort of delivering all that so uh, well we closed down just when lockdown the week before lockdown i think when it was all starting to slowly close down and uh try yoga told me to go and um you know just shut down basically and it was very late one evening on a, at 9 p.m when i went because i didn't want to go and open the hours um and it was just really bizarre to see it so dead and quiet but actually weirdly enough i'm not in any rush to go back 
And yes, I miss the space. Yes, I miss my having my own place and having that hubbub of people coming in and knowing all these people. But not so much that I kind of am in a rush to go back because I'm quite enjoying this new place of life. It took a while, I have to say. It took a while to settle in. It took a while to sort of just be okay with it. I resisted it for a while. I was just like, no, no, we'll go back to normal soon. I can't deal with this. And that sort of very, you know, unrealistic, like just not believing it almost. And then one week or two later, I really got into that pace of life of going for walks, of um, really enjoying starting to run, which I never used to do, something I never used to do. So I started running. I started connecting with people on my Chai Time series, as I told you, on Insta Live. And that really helped me sort of connect with people in the morning on some of the days, which helped me get into a good frame of mind before I sort of started my own work, at least initially. Um, and, and also I started, uh, you know, studying, I, I started a course in the US on health um, very early on in the lockdown, like pretty much right at the beginning. And that really has been a good focus for me. So I'm quite enjoying just being at home, going out for walks and runs, enjoying this weather, connecting with people and, and studying and reading. Yeah, can you tell us a bit more about your course? Yeah, absolutely. So it's called Integrated Health. You know, it's an integrated health practitioner course. It's based in the US. And it basically, like it's, like the title says, integrated, it does integrate different practices. So, you know, brings in um, the wealth of knowledge from Ayurveda, marries that with a bit of that, you know, I guess all these different practices, in essence, say the same thing, you know, whether it's Chinese medicine, Indian medicine. Um, so ancient systems, bringing them and marrying them with modern day nutrition. And that's exactly what I wrote about in my second book, Prajna, where I spoke about how, yes, I spoke about Ayurveda, and yes, it's based on Ayurveda, but actually I spoke quite a lot more than that. I drew on practices and principles of various um, uh, streams of thought and um, different parts of the world and that's ex and that's what I believe in I do believe in marrying ancient wisdom with modern day nutrition and and, and medicine and culture and coming up with your what works for your own body rather than being too stringent about one particular way so yeah this is a very I guess I guess what this course does in a, in a sense is gives me a lot of that reasoning behind what I've written and gives me the science behind things that I believe in and speak about. That's amazing. That's really cool. And I guess that's the thing about this time. It's so nice to actually have the space to do these things and to, to learn and, and focus on kind of one's own development like that. It's, it's great. Um, so you wrote your, your second book, you wrote, you've written since we last spoke. How, I mean, how's that been? How's the reception been to the book? Oh my gosh, yeah, we recorded my po the podcast with you guys um, before. So in, once I published Saffron Soul, of course. So that was my first book, yeah, Saffron Soul. Yeah, when oh. Saffron Soul was just coming out, I think. That no was way, that's such a long time ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does not feel like that long ago, gosh. So, so I think yours was actually the first ever podcast I've been on, which is um, quite cool. So, it's the sec so actually the second book, you know, going on from the first book, most people, you know, would transition from one cookbook for to another cookbook. And I guess what I did was quite different. And that's why, you know, I guess I'm in, I was putting foot into the wellness world as well as the food world. So my second book is called Prashna, which is the Sanskrit word for wisdom. And the subtitle or the title really is Ayurvedic Rituals for Happiness. And 
it really draws on and brings together things that I've done in my own life from a very, very young age. And it brings together um, my travels in India, my own spiritual path, my um, love of Indian philosophy. It brings together recipes as well. So it has recipes for morning, afternoon, evening, and just rituals that I thought of as things that I just did, but actually they were rooted in Ayurveda, um, which is the ancient system of healing, medicine, um, and wellness in India. And the rediscovery of that. So I've written in the beginning of the book about my own journey and why finding my happiness again was really, really important. And these practices and rituals were an integral part of that finding, the finding the happiness and finding my own state of well-being, of peace, and and losing the sense of anxiety that I'd sort of incurred over the years. And I write about this journey in the book. Um, knowing and being in that state of not knowing what's happening next for a very long time um, leads you to really question things, but at the same time, um, discover your own strength. Where, you know, what box here? What is your toolbox? What are the little tools that you use to bring you to your happy place on, on a daily basis? And that's how this book sort of comes together and, and helps people, I guess, find their own toolbox of happiness. Amazing. What's the reception been like to the book? What have people been saying? Um, it's been quite amazing, actually. I, I feel like every single day, or maybe not every single day, but every other day, there'll be posts on Instagram and people are constantly sharing different pages of it or the front cover, which is a bright pink and people seem to really love that. Um, there's so many reviews on Amazon. People are messaging me, you know, separately. I've had so many private messages from people saying, you know, I don't generally sign on to Instagram much or I'm taking a long break, but I wanted to sign back on to tell you that I'm sitting in my bathtub and um, I've been through X, Y, Z recently. And this book has really helped me with um, finding peace with that or just knowing that someone else is going through that, sharing that journey because I'm on that journey. Or someone else emailed me yesterday saying, you know, she really feels like, she's trying to live by all the principles in my book, which I was like, wow, that's just so fascinating and amazing for me to hear because when you put something out there like this, you don't really know whose hands it's going to end up in or how well it's going to be received or whether it will really make a difference because actually the things that I write about are very sort of, um, have helped me, but they come from a place of deep, of deep sort of connection and going deep within myself as well. And from a place of almost isolation. I mean, this time last year, not this time last year, beginning of last year, I was in isolation for three months writing my book. And I literally thought, I felt like I'd gone into my own cave. And, you know, writing from a depth of that, from the depth of loneliness, of course, I wasn't lonely when I wrote the book, but finding that place again from which these words came and feeling that again, that's where the books come from, or feeling that happiness again, or finding. And so I've written spurts of those sort of, emotion-based passages which I think have really spoken to people and so I get these messages private messages from people and emails which I'm just constantly like wow I, I, I can't believe it and I'm so honored to receive these messages so it's been really amazing and um, you know magazines have picked it up and the recipes have been even though they're not photographed in the book I've taken some amazing photos of it and they've been featured in places so I think it's been good and of course I hope it grows and I hope the book um, travels to more places, it will make me very happy. 
I think that's one of the lovely things about social media. And obviously, you know, there are highs and lows with social media, but it's we've heard that from Ellie Kirshen as well about when her books come out, how you get this instant sort of influx of gratitude and people sharing photos and sharing which recipes they've cooked. And that must be so nice to be able to hear directly from from your readers how much it's helping them and positively affecting their life yeah i mean i think you know going back to the recipes and the cookbook i think the transition from having a cookbook saffron soul where people were sharing the recipes and sharing pictures of of what they made from my book this was quite different you know um i didn't know how this would be shared in a sense because they're not putting out pictures and yes there are recipes but the book doesn't focus on food that's just one element so it was really really amazing to see that transition where people were sharing recipes from my first book but and pictures of those recipes but actually they were sharing the front cover or quotes or things that they've read from the second book which was quite different but you just don't imagine it happening because you know i'm not i don't necessarily speak about philosophy i i believe in and i studied it but I don't go around, you know, like giving talks on, I don't know, mental health or happiness or, or whatever, what have you. Um, and actually seeing and put, putting it into a book and then seeing people share it is just such a, it's, it's quite amazing. And, and so I, I didn't expect it. Then, I, then again, I didn't really know what to expect because I've never done a book in the field of, of, of I guess, wellness and uh, positive uh, thought books. Have you incorporated any new rituals or kind of has it changed kind of the current situation? Has it changed your day-to-day routines at all? Yes, totally. I feel like there's many aspects and many things that I've written about in my book, in Prajna, rituals that I've written about that not necessarily practiced on a daily basis that I've now sort of brought to life in a sense. So in my book, I write about connecting with nature and the beauty of that and the reasons as to why a walk in nature or connecting with nature or really sort of under, or really just meditating while walking and listening to the birds and feeling that rust, you know, uh, that sun on your back or the wind on your face and really sort of um, connecting with everything and around, around you and through every sense that you have. Um, I've written about that in the book. And yes, of course, I've gone on walks, but I've never been on as many walks as I have done in the last two months. And I feel like it's been a real awakening for me, even though I've written about it. It's not something I used to feel on a daily basis because I go to the gym for my exercise or I go to a yoga class. And all these things are great, but the, the, nothing replaces that sort of connection to nature. So even sitting outside in the garden while it's really nice and hot you know i used to think oh you have to go to a destination to do that yes i can't wait to be on the beach again but sitting out in my garden and doing that very thing has given me a sense of peace and of being at home in a way because i I, i'm one of those people who just likes to be out and about um and and other rituals like you know i write in my book about having seeded waters so deep i call them cleansing waters so putting seeds in a large pot of hot water in the morning, boiling it, letting it cool down, filling it in your bottle and drinking that all day. And yes, I do that sometimes, but you know, back in the day, I, I do that most of some, on some of the days. But you know, if I'm out and about, if I'm leaving a house in a house in a rush and I don't have my bottle with me, I won't do that. And being at home right now, I'm doing that every single day. And it's just little things like that, making my chai at home and actually spending time to actually sit there and have it or eating and cooking everything rather than snacking all day. You know, when you're out and about, you tend to pick things up. And so that's just done a world of wisdom. I feel 
I feel quite revived in a sense with these rituals or stretching, you know, evening stretches. I love stretching, but you know, I used to maybe go for a class and do a um, weights class and then a yoga class and then walk. And I wouldn't always get around to stretching and I've written about stretching in my book. So it's something that I've now really started doing, you know, as much as I can in the evenings um, to make sure everything feels as it should and juicily relaxed. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? I think um, there's always so many good intentions, but when life's busy, it kind of gets in the way. And it is, it is so nice to have time to, yeah, to do all these things. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you actually, I'm quite used to having like monthly or three, you know, massages every three weeks because I do a lot of workouts and I quite... I feel like I need them. And right now, of course, we can't get them. So, you know, sitting at my desk or being on my phone, uh, you know, my neck gets quite strained and stuff. So actually the evening stretches or using my foam roller, making sure that I do those things just prevents me from feeling that, you know, in three weeks, I'm like desperate for a massage. It just makes me feel like a little bit better and loosens everything in the body in a sense, um, especially because we're on our phones and hunching over and all these things. So, yeah, it does help. It feels great. <laughs> Cool. And um, is there anything else kind of work-wise or anything that you'd like to share or talk about? Work-wise, I'm literally just focusing on being at home right now and, you know, studying. And I don't know what's coming next. You know, I'm thinking about a new book. At the beginning of the lockdown, I was very much like, I don't know if I can right now think about what the next book would look like. But I'm now considering this particular concept that I've spoken to my agent about. So I am considering that and putting together a, a sort of proposal for that. So it feels like everything that I've worked on in the last few months, you know, my studying and everything I've worked on, feels like it might be put to some use now in this book, which is really nice because at the beginning of lockdown, I literally couldn't think of what book I could possibly do next. So it's nice to have something that I'm working towards. I'm not saying that it's a, you know, it, it's a done deal. It's not a done deal at all. I'm not sure if it's going to 100% happen, but let's see what happens. I quite like the process of thinking about something and letting letting that sort of um, brew in the back of my mind and, you know, downloading thoughts over time. Um, and the great thing is we're not in a rush right now to do anything, right? So it's quite nice to have this new pace of life where we can we can spend extra time doing these things and not worry too much that we might be, be taking it a little bit slow. Mm, and you've got more space to let that kind of ferment as well. I quite like doing that as well, having an idea and yeah, just sitting on it for a little bit and you get new piece of information and you're more aware of things that are relevant to you. Kind of you hear things in conversation or you listen to a podcast and you think, oh, like all these tiny little things added into your idea um i like doing that yeah i agree i think um it's it, the idea really only came about last week so i've just been like you know spending a bit of time here and there to just sort of transfer things that i've learned and thought about and you know you're right even podcasts that i've listened to um taking bits of information and bits of inspiration from them and seeing what structure i'm coming up with with this book so yeah, I'm quite enjoying this process, I have to say. Yeah, stay tuned to that. That sounds very interesting. And your course sounds really just totally 
I don't know where you get that kind of information from otherwise, kind of collating that yeah. together. Yeah, and you know, I guess I have my own thoughts on things and you know, if I um, bring it, it, studying integrated health, I can also bring my own sort of knowledge of Ayurveda or whatever I do into that. And it's really nice to have the substance behind that in a way and the reasoning, which um, which was the one thing that I think I was lacking in, you know, I could sort of explain things, but not necessarily the science behind them. And so this sort of is that little extra key ingredient that propels you and it gives you, it gives you substance. I quite like it and credibility as well. So yeah, enjoying it. How much longer have you got left of the course? Um, I'm about 60% of the way, well, 70% I think of the way through. So maybe I'm still digging quite slow. So I think maybe another month and a half or so. Um, I haven't really, I'm, I mean, I should have been a bit more targeted about it in a way and been like, this week I'll do this, this week I'll do this. But I've been a little bit lax in that sense. And I've just given myself time, I guess. Um, and also I've been doing a lot of reading on the side. There's so many books on health. And whenever a particular topic comes up, I think, oh, wait, I've got that book. Let me just quickly browse through that as well. So I've just been doing my own little studying on the side. And whenever I go for a walk or a run, I like listening to music, but sometimes I'll just put on a really interesting health podcast and learn some more. And I'm just finding it all really fascinating because it's an area of life that I'm um, particularly passionate about. That sounds like a better way, a better way of doing it rather than cramming it all in and then, oh yeah, I've got all this information. What you're actually doing is furthering what you've learned that week by reading or listening to something. And it's, I, w I would imagine that that is going deeper and kind of making more connections and you can do more with that information rather than it being just information that you know, it's you kind of develop a deeper understanding of it. So yeah. it's like a better way of doing it, doing the course, if anything. Yeah, thank you. No, I think um, there are some days when I'm like, oh my God, I've not gone very far this week. But that's why I'm kind of reeling back a little bit on these insta lives and too much time dedicated to all these things. But um, it's of course, of course, that's important as well. And I think connection is really important as well. But, but I am really, yeah, I like that. I like that paste it in a way because it's given me time to digest the information, mm. which is great. Um, so yes, it's been really wonderful. That's so nice to hear. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that covers it. I mean, that's basically all I've been doing in lockdown. I feel like every time someone asks me, so what have you been up to? I'm like, well, nothing that different from yesterday or last week. <laughs> that's the only thing where I'm like, I wish I kind of just want something going on. Like I want to meet people. I want to go out, but obviously there's nowhere to go. <laughs> but I'm not in a rush either. It's just you get the odd day where you're like, I could really do with a night out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah, so it was really, yeah, it's just really cool to hear what you're up to and the course sounds really interesting. And Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was lovely seeing both of you and um, good luck with the rest of lockdown. Well, you know, this new, this new normal and hopefully I'll see you once the cafe is open. Chat soon. Great, Bye. Bye. Have a lovely weekend, guys.